Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. We're so thankful that you chose to listen to this message. To get more connected with us, you can look us up on all social media at CLC Victoria and download our app. Now, here's this week's message. What I'm teaching tonight is breaking through to the blessed life. Breaking through to the blessed life. And we're going to be looking at First Chronicles. Um, just want to just share a little bit. In First Chronicles, the the first nine chapters are taken up with uh, the family tree of the Hebrew tribes, and uh, then about forty four names into the chapter, a story suddenly breaks through about a guy named Jabez. Anybody familiar familiar with Jabez? And then the next verse, the list of the tribes pick up like, and they continue as if nothing has happened. So there, you know, the writer here, he, he wanted to get in there and, and he took notice and wanted to make sure that he took a little break to let us know about a guy named Jabez. And so we're, that's what we're going to go into tonight just to, 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 to see uh, what Jabez did through this in prayer. Amen. So let's go to First Chronicles 4, 9 through 10. And this is the New King James Version. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me. And that you keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Everybody say, God granted him what he requested. And, and what we're going to do tonight, we're going to see there are four things that Jabez requested. And God granted them. I love this just hearing this prayer um i've been saying it for i don't know how many years i've been speaking this prayer over myself and my family and um i had told caleb a couple of days ago i said son i said i'm going to be preaching on uh, the jabez prayer uh, uh wednesday night and he goes oh mom that's going to be good and then he just starts speak he starts saying it from beginning to end because i remember when i taught it to, well, i first started taught it to my children Caleb was like six seven years old so he would pray it every night when he'd go to bed I just hear him saying you know saying those words God bless me big he would say bless me bless me big enlarge my territory it was just precious to hear that he got it and I know he's been praying that all these years and it's just amazing what God does when you realize what he was requesting I love it I love it let's go to number one Oh, that you would bless me indeed. To bless in the biblical sense means to ask for or to impart supernatural favor. How many want supernatural favor from God? Amen? When we ask for God's blessings, we're not asking for more of what we could get for ourselves. We are crying out for the wonderful, unlimited goodness that only God has the power to know about and give to us. That is his supernatural favor. 
you know, you, you think about, God, bless me. Bless me, God. You're thinking, you know, can, can we do that? Ask God to bless us? You know, is that being selfish? You know, that's what God is all about. He loves to bless. He wants us to ask for blessings. In Proverbs 10:22 says, "The Lord's blessings is our greatest wealth. All our work adds nothing to it. There's nothing that we can do, our works, anything can add to it. His blessings are the greatest wealth. When Jabez radically requested for a blessing, I love this. Jabez left it entirely. Everybody say entirely. Entirely up to God to decide what the blessings would be, where the blessings would be, when the blessings would be, and how Jabez would receive them. Wow. And you know, God knows more than us, right? Sometimes we, we want to ask for specific things, uh, and, and, but he knows, you know, Ophemia, you think that's what you want, but I got something better for you. Amen? How, ma how many want the better? Right? Amen? And I love it because, you know, he's saying, God, bless me. And, and, and he's saying, and I'm giving it to you, God. You, you, you decide what you're going to bless me with. You decide where. You decide when. You decide how. And I, I'm going to receive it. Isn't that awesome? To know that when we're going to ask God to bless us, we're going to give it, we're going to let him decide everything because he knows the beginning from the end. He knows exactly what we need. Amen? To bless in the biblical sense means to impart supernatural favor. We don't want to forget that. Remember, it is supernatural favor. When we seek God's blessings as the ultimate value in life, we are literally throwing ourselves entirely into the river of his will and his power and his purposes for us. Isn't that awesome? When we ask him to bless us and we're going to let him decide it all, we're literally throwing ourselves entirely into the river of what God has for us. It's not, you know, I think, uh, God, uh, I want you to bless me in this. And, you know, you're dabbing a little bit in the water here and dabbing a little bit in the water there. No, when you let God decide how he's going to bless you, then you're, you literally are, are uh, throwing yourself entirely into the river of his will his power and his purposes. Isn't that awesome? So you, I started, I mean, I was like, man, this is like totally different the way I looked at it by, you know, bless me, God. It was like, yes, Lord, yes. All our needs become secondary to what we really want, which is to become wholly immersed in what God is trying to do in us, what God is trying to do through us and what he's trying to do around us it's not just about me it's not just about you but it's what he wants to do through us what he wants to do in us and around us amen because he he when we pray he doesn't just look at oh, okay Ophemia is believing for this and yes he wants to bless us and give us what we're praying for but he also is looking and he's working around us. And he's touching lives around us. And he's working through us. Amen? I love that. And it's all for his glory. Everybody say his glory. It's not about us. 
It's about him. Amen? God's nature is to bless. It's his nature. God's bounty is limited only by us. Not by his resources, not by his power, or not by his willingness to give. It's limited by us. So when we go to him and we say, God, bless me, we're, we're saying, have at it, God, bless me. And you decide where, when, and how. Isn't that awesome? I love it. I love it. I got so excited when I had, had uh, you know, studied this uh, a while back and got it in me. I love it. God wants us. Say, God wants me to change the way I think. So now you're going to be asking God to bless you, right? Right? Not, and letting him decide where, when, and how. Amen? That's exciting. And then I love it. He, when he says, oh, that you bless me indeed. He kind of threw that indeed in there. It's like, in Hebrew, it's like when you add indeed in there to his prayer, it's like adding five exclamation points or writing the request in capital letters and then underlining it. I love that urgency that he had that he was like, God, bless me. And, and while you're at it, bless me big. And, you know, bless me. Indeed, bless me. You know, give me all you got. Give me whatever you can give me and make it big, God. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? So number one is, is when he asks God to bless him, he asks God, you decide. Amen? How many want God to decide how he's going to bless us? Amen. It's going to go far beyond whatever we can imagine. Amen. Number two. Let's look at number two. Oh, that you would enlarge my territory. Territory can be translated as a coast or borders. It's where you are now and what is around you, what is yours, what's your own. And then it's plenty of room to grow right? You, what you have now, think about your job, think about uh, where you're at, think of uh, your home, everything, what you have right now, and how God can make it grow and make it bigger. Amen? This is where you and I ask God to enlarge your life so you can make a greater impact for him. A greater impact for him to have greater influence. He's given us more borders. He's given us more territory. God will work through us. I remember when I left the bank, when I worked at the bank and uh, I started my own business uh, running a home daycare, I can remember, I mean, it was just amazing how God just worked through me in the bank and how he was leading people to the Lord left and right through me. And it was just amazing to see what God was doing. And I remember when I started and, and I was at home, I go, well, I'm pretty much here from six in the morning till six in the afternoon. I'm not going to be out there, Lord. You know, I, I, I want you to use me, God. And I remember thinking, okay, God, you're going to have to enlarge my territory. I don't know how you're going to do it. Because I'm pretty much here. You're going to have to bring people here. You're going to have to make it happen. And it was amazing what he did. 
just what he did with the parents of the, of the daycare children and how I got to lead some of them to the Lord and just got to witness to them and, and, and what God was doing through me with the little ones and how much they were learning about God and how they were learning how to pray. And, and it was just the neatest thing. I'd get, I'd, uh, I'd get a phone call and and someone would say, I would know this person. They go, you know, you don't know me, but somebody gave me your, your number. And they say that you will pray. Will you pray for me? How amazing is that? God was enlarging my borders. He was enlarging my territory. And, it, and you know, you think, okay, I got I to get out there and I got to do this. But God called me to do what I was doing in the daycare. And he still enlarged my borders. And it's awesome. Even... When people would come to the house selling something, or a plumber would come, the plumber would come. I I remember leading uh, the plumber to the Lord. It's just amazing what God does, gives you opportunities with relationships with people, because it's all about his people. He wants all to be saved. And when you ask him to to, uh, enlarge your territory, he's going to enlarge your borders. Amen? When you start asking in earnest, begging for more influence and responsibility with which to honor him, God will bring opportunities and people in your path. And you can trust God. Say, I can trust God. Just like that song, I can trust him alone. I can trust God will never send someone whom you cannot help by his leading and his strength. Amen? Amen? You can trust him and you can say, okay, God, well, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, so-and-so showed up and I'm praying in the spirit already. I'm praying, God, what is it that you want to say through me? And God, what do you want to do? And it's amazing what he does because he brings them because you're praying for it. He's bringing and, and, and giving you opportunities and bringing people because he knows Who is calling out to him? I remember one time I had this one lady. um, She was one that would come and and, uh, check the daycare to make sure I was doing everything right. And I got to lead her to the Lord. And and it was just amazing what God did. And then I remember she was a sweet Catholic girl. And and, uh, like two months later, I remember she gave me a call. And and she said, Ophemia, she said, she goes, I, I, I've been having physical problems. I've been passing out. The doctors don't know what's happening. I can't drive. I have this fear. They've been checking everything, and they can't figure out what's wrong with me. And, and she said, I was reading my Bible. I know that you, you know, I have Jesus in my heart now. She goes, but she goes, there's so much I don't know. And, and she goes, I was just praying, and I was saying, God, I don't know what to do. And, and, and God told me, you need someone to pray for you. And she goes, well, God, who do I go to? We don't, we don't do that at our church. I mean, do I, do, do I go over there and tell them, okay, I need you to pray for my healing? She didn't know what to do. And then this is what she told me. She goes, and then God just put you in my mind. And she said, will you pray for me? I said, of course. Get over here, girl. I'm going to pray for you. So while she was coming, I was just praying in the spirit. And I was praying in the spirit. And I said, okay, God, what, what is it that you want me to tell her? What is it that you want, you know, want, want me to say, Father God, that's just going to get so deep in her heart? And, and he took me to James 5, I think it's 512, I think. I know it's in James, and it talks about uh, you, lay, you anoint with oil, you lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Amen? So I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you tell me. 
So I'm all excited because he's, he told me, oh, this is what I want you to share with her. So she comes to the door, and I'm all excited because I'm like, oh, I already know what first God wants me to share with her. So she comes in, and I go, girl, are you ready to get healed? I'm so excited as to what God's going to do. And she goes, okay, okay. So she comes in, and I, I take her to the scripture, and I said, when I was praying, uh, I knew you were on your way, and I was praying. I told her, I said, this is the verse that God took me to. And um, I read it to her, and when she heard it, she just started crying. And, and, and she says, she goes, Ophemia, she said, that is the verse that God spoke to me that I needed somebody to pray over me. He took me to that verse, and I was like, thank you, Jesus. She's getting healed today. I just knew she was going to get healed. I was like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, God. I, I, I know that we're supposed to lay hands on the sick, and they're going to recover, and God, I believe that she's going to be healed. And I was just learning all this myself. I was just being obedient to the word, amen? And so she comes in, and I said, okay, I've got some oil. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put some on your forehead, and I'm just going to pray for God to heal you. And I remember I, I, we're in the living room, and, and I just touched her, and I said, be healed in the name of Jesus. God, I'm being obedient to you. Just as soon as I did that, she just went down in my living room, and, and I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, uh, uh, that's God. That's all I can tell you. That's God. And she is just laying there, and she goes, I feel this heat all over me. I feel this heat all over me. And, 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 she, and she kept trying to get up, and she couldn't get up. She couldn't get up. And then um, finally, I ju- finally, she just had this, you know, I, I can't explain it except because I was just standing there in awe. And then... I helped her up, and she, she says, I just know I'm healed. I don't know how to explain it, except I know I'm healed. And that has been about 25 years ago, and she's never had a symptom again. She was healed. God will send you people because you're doing it for him. Amen? We're doing it for his glory. He will always, we can trust him that he will Never send someone whom you cannot help by his leading and his strength. Amen? Let's go to number three, his third request. Oh, that your hand would be with me. That your hand would be with me. You could call God's hand on you the touch of greatness. You don't become great. He becomes great through you. Amen? He becomes great through you. You don't become great. You become dependent. Everybody say dependent on the strong hand of God. It's his hand on you that's going to give you the ability and the strength that's going to make everything great. Your surrendered need turns into his... and to his unlimited opportunity, he becomes great through you. He is unlimited. Unlimited. There is nothing that God cannot do. And he's got his hand on you. How amazing is that? Oh, God, that your hand would be with me. God's power under us. That's his hand on us. God's power under us. God in us. God surging through us is exactly what turns dependence into unforgettable experiences of completeness. And 
the experience that I had and experience after experience after experience that I have, I have had just by, okay, God, I'm trusting you and I know your word says this and I'm going to do what you say because I know you brought that person for a reason, God. And he never has failed me. Never. God never fails us. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6, Paul wrote, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant who made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. We're all ministers. And God is ready to work through us if you're bold enough and you say, you know, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever you have for me. When you get that, that urgency in you and that, and that boldness and you say, you know, God, I'm ready. I'm excited because you're going to do it through me. I'm just, I'm just going to be a vessel, and I'm ready to do what you, you want me to do. Amen? Because he's going to do it through us. Amen? That is what our Father God's hand is like. You can tell him, Father, please do this in me because I can't do this alone. Amen? And you step out in faith. To do and say things that could only come from his hand. Then afterwards, amen, I've seen, I've, I remember having this so many times. God is so good. Afterwards, your spirit is shouting and it's going, God did this. Nobody else did. Only God carried me. He's the one that gave me the words. He's the one that gave me the power. It was wonderful. Isn't that awesome? To know that it's God that did it because it's not us. We, we can't do, we can't, we can't even take our next breath by ourselves, right? Amen. God is the one that gives us life. He gives us every breath that we take. So when you wake up in the morning and you're not ready to go to work, I love my husband always says, honey, we get to work to get to go to work today. I love that. We get to go to work today. And no matter how you're feeling, just know that God has your hand, his hand on you. Amen? Let's look at request number four. Oh, that you would keep me from evil. I love that. Keep me from evil. Jabez's last request is for sustaining a blessed life. This, this petition of him asking God to keep him from evil, is a supernatural petition, a supernatural help to protect us from Satan. It is a vital part of our blessed life. Jesus even told us that's the way you're supposed to pray. In the model prayer, Jesus gave his followers Matthew 6, 13. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. He wants to right? He is calling out to God and he's saying, keep me from evil. Didn't say anything about spiritual insight or special powers. Not a word about confrontation. Isn't that awesome? Not even a word about confrontation. Just keep me from evil. There's evil over there. There's evil over here, over here, over here. God, keep me from evil. Amen? 
Keep me from evil, Lord. Boy, that's something that we want to pray every day. Keep me from evil. Amen? Did you know without temptation, we would not sin? Did you know that? Without temptation, we would not sin. Keep me from evil, God. Don't even let me get there to the temptation, right? We make a huge spiritual leap forward. I mean, a big leap. Everybody say a big leap. Big leap, spiritual leap forward when we begin to focus less on beating the temptation and more on avoiding it. Amen? Let's focus on avoiding it. Amen? These are the four requests that he had. And I love it because right at the end it said God gave him what he requested for. Amen. So when you pray this prayer, say, thank you, God, you're answering my prayer. Thank you that you're, you're going to answer my requests. Amen. He answered it for Jabez. He's going to do it for us because he's no respecter of persons. Amen. Amen. Make this Jabez prayer yours. Make it yours. Make it a part of your daily life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I challenge you tonight, I challenge you from this day forward, number one, pray the Jabez prayer every morning. Pray it every morning. Write it out on a piece of paper and tape it to your Bible, to your daily timer, bathroom mirror, or somewhere where you will be reminded of your new vision, your new way of thinking. Amen? Number three, begin to keep a record of changes in your life, especially the divine appointments and new opportunities you can relate directly to the Jabez prayer. Because I guarantee you, you're going to start praying this prayer, you're going to believe it, and you're going to stand on it, and you're going you're to start walking forward in it. I guarantee you, God is going to open opportunities for you, and you're going to be in awe, and it's going to be awesome and fun. Amen? It's it, it's amazing what God does. Let's look at number four. Start praying the Jabez prayer for your family, your friends, and church. Don't just, not for just for yourself, which yes, that's what we want to do, but for your family and your friends and, your, and the church. Amen? Of course, what you know about this or any other prayer won't get you anything if you hang the Jabez prayer on the wall of every room in your house and nothing will happen. It's only what you believe, everybody say believe, will happen and what you do next that will release God's power for you and bring about a life change. How many want a life change in that area? Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to say this together. I'll say it, then you repeat after me. Oh, God, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Oh, God, that your hand would be with me and that you keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. In Jesus' name, amen. God answers courageous prayer. That's a courageous prayer. 
Amen. Let there be a growing excitement in an anticipation of what will happen next. I get so excited because I'm like, God, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do through me today? What are you going to do next? I get so excited because I never know. And I'm telling you, it's fun. It's fun to see God work through you. There are going to be times, I'm telling you, there are going to be times that you will be so overwhelmed with God's graciousness that tears will just stream down your face. And you're just... I know, I, have, I remember, I mean, I've said this so many times, like, God, I'm so overwhelmed with your greatness, your goodness. I, I don't think I could take any more. I, I don't think I could take any more of your blessings. How awesome is God that he just overwhelms you and you can't help but cry because you're like, wow, God, you did this and you did this for me and you did this. And you know, it was all you were is a vessel that trusted and believed in him and you stepped out in faith. Amen. Amen. The only thing, the only thing that's, that can break this cycle of abundant living is sin. Because sin breaks the flow of God's power. It breaks the flow of God's power. So when you and I sin, because we're not perfect, right? We're going to mess up. How many have messed up? I raised my hand. We're not perfect. I encourage you to rush, rush back to God's presence and make things right. Whatever it takes, make it right. Don't squander even for a minute the miracle that God has started in your life. Indescribable good still lies ahead for you and your family. So know even when we mess up, we can go to God, rush to him and say, God, forgive me. God, I shake that off, Lord. You're changing me from the inside out, from day to day, from glory to glory. Thank you, God. You have forgiven me. Thank you, God. I'm washed in your blood. And then you can just go on and you're going to let him just continue to work through you. What the devil wants is when you mess up, he wants you to wallow in it. Oh, God, ain't going to use you now. Look what you did. You think he wants to work through you now? Look what you did. And then he tries to get you to focus on what you did when God just wants you to ask for forgiveness and let it go and give it to him. Amen? Amen? That's what he wants us to do because God wants to continue to work through us until we go to heaven. Amen? Amen. And I just love the idea that Jesus right now is building me a house in heaven. I love it. I love it. I'm like, I can't wait to see it. I, I tell my... I, we just had, of course, we just had Easter, and I was telling the kids, you know, the daycare kids, you know, Jesus rose from the dead, and, and he's in heaven. And they're like, yeah, we got little flags that we're, you know, running and dancing and singing. And, and I go, what's he doing in heaven? Who can tell me? What's he doing in heaven? Building me a house. Building me a house. So it's awesome to see what, what God is just so ready to do for us. He is, he wants to work through us now, around us and is just waiting for us in heaven one day, preparing a place for us. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love this. Pray this prayer. Thank you, Jesus. God gave Jabez what he requested, and he's going to do the same for us. Amen? Did y'all get something out of this tonight? Amen? Let's get it in us. Let's believe it. Let's start thinking different. God, we just praise you and we thank you, Father God. Let us learn from that prayer. God, get it in us so deep. God, 
we, we give you we give you everything to decide how to bless us. And Lord, while you're at it, bless us big. Bless us big, Lord, for your glory, God. For your glory, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for widening our territory, God, for your glory. Thank you, God. We praise you. Keep your hand with us, Father God, and on us, Lord Jesus. Keep us from evil, Father God. We thank you that you will grant our requests in the name of Jesus. We love you, God, and we praise you. We thank you that we're, from this day forward, we're thinking differently. We're thinking differently, God. We're thinking like you want us to think, Father God. Our mind is bound to your mind in the name of Jesus. We praise you, God, and we give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Jesus is so, he's everything. We would not be here today if it wasn't for Jesus. And he longs to have a relationship with us. And if there's anyone here tonight that has never accepted Jesus into their heart, never realizing that he died for our sins, for for us alone and would like the opportunity to accept them tonight accept him tonight everybody stand please everybody stand if there's anyone here I would be honored to pray with you is there anyone here tonight say I, I want that relationship I, I know church I know religion I come to church a lot but I've never given my life to him I've never accepted him into my heart and I want that tonight or let's say you have Jesus in your heart. You have accepted Him into your heart, but you've gotten away from Him. And you have fallen into sin, and you're like, can I really, can I really change? Can I really go back? Yes. Jesus is always here with open arms. He loves us so much. He says, I'm here. You're my daughter. You're my son. Come to me. I'm here. He's always here loving us, ready to take our hand and bring us forward. Amen? And if there's anybody here that has gotten away and says, you know, God, I want to come back. I would love to pray with you. I would love to pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God, I just thank you for every person here tonight, Father God. Father God, I thank you that your word has gotten so deep in our hearts and in our spirits that when we leave this building, Father God, that we're forever changed, that we know, okay, God, I, I took your meat, I'm, I ate it, and now I'm going to use it, I'm going to walk it, I'm going to live it, I'm going to do what you have called me to do here on earth. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I ask you to bless every person here tonight, Father God. Bless every person here tonight, Father God. Thank you for changing us from the inside out, from day to day and from glory to glory. We love you, God, and we praise you. We give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Coy and I are going to be here up front and Pastor Don, and if anybody needs prayer about anything, we would love to pray with y'all. And I hope y'all got some good stuff tonight. Amen. Love y'all and God bless. Our mission here at Covenant Life Center is to help our world live, give, and love like Jesus. If our ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love for you to email us at info at clcvictoria.org. You can get connected with us through our social media at clcvictoria and download our app.